Hey everyone, welcome back to Marvelous Geeks. I'm Gisani Sophia, and I'm here with Morgan, as per usual, who does not get the hint that she should just at this point introduce herself. Never. But guys, we have seen Endgame. We are on the other side of the tracks. And... We have a lot of feelings. <laughs> a lot of thoughts. A lot of thoughts. A and lot of spoilers. Yes. So this is not spoiler free. Please turn this ish off. Please. If you have not seen it, do not blame us. <laughs> turn it off. You come back later. Listen to our other pre-endgame one where we know nothing. So where to, to even begin is going to be the biggest challenge in all this. This will probably be in multiple parts because a lot to say. A lot. Um, first things first. I have my rating. Do you have yours? I want to copy what you said now. <laughs> you could. 3,000. 3,000 out of 10, guys. Not 10 out of 10. Not 11. Not 12. 3,000. That movie... <sighs> destroyed me in the best and worst way possible mm -hmm. cried a lot laughed a lot screamed a lot the reactions like i thought infinity war brought forth some great reactions but this was on some next level of my body doing things during the movie <laughs> and my tear ducts i have not worn makeup since that day because my eyes are still swollen <laughs> y'all i cried a lot like forget tissues she had a towel i a steve towel to be exact yeah the towel works better just a word of advice from here on out if you are gonna go to a movie and you think you might cry skip the tissues save the tissues you know um take like a little hand towel i promise it works better and then you can just throw it in the laundry. A way to be environmentally friendly. That's what Captain America would want. Hey, save the planet. Why not? Uh, but yeah, so that's our rating. And so much of this movie was so great. And I, I remember we talked about this. I can't remember which podcast, but I said I don't want a time jump. I said that that would concern me. And that it would just, it, it wouldn't feel right. And... There's so much that happened in this movie that I never allowed myself to hope for. And and then another part of me was like, oh my god, do I even know Steve Rogers the way I thought I did? But in reality, yes, I did. I just didn't allow myself to understand a level of the way Steve's brain works because that would allow me to hope. Um but everything aside, the time jump worked. It made sense. They couldn't figure... They did find Thanos. Mm -hmm. And Thanos told them that he destroyed the stones. So what were they going to do? There's really nothing they could do, thankfully. Who would have known that the tiniest hero could help them? <laughs> Ant-Man is really underrated, man. He... I love him. Scott Lang. All the awards. MVP. Where would we be without him, honestly, though? If he didn't... No, actually, the real MVP is the rat. I love how we were just, like, been, for, like, the past few months, just guessing, wondering who was going to get him out of the quantum realm. And it was a rat. A rat. Who just happened to walk across some buttons. It was a rat. Which is... 
strangely so beautiful of the fact that like things that are meant to be are going to come to pass and that time works in a very interesting way and that there is a set time for everything. And this goes to like the real world that we live in that I believe like our world, I believe that when things are meant to be, they're going to come to pass. And it kind of showcases that same thought with this, like they were going to find a way it just, the, the stars had to align with this little rat. <laughs> so the time jump worked for me. I was very worried about that. I said I didn't want it. I couldn't imagine it. But it worked. Took What this movie did that I also wasn't expecting is that it brought to light what happens when people are depressed. And it brought it to light in really different ways. Like with Thor, it was the weight gain and the sitting around and drinking and the alcoholism and with Natasha it was just like it's so simple but it's like not dyeing your hair not taking care of yourself physically when you are someone that generally takes care of yourself because she has different hairstyle in every movie so we know that's something she cares about but when you're broken and you're lost you're not a priority anymore Mm -hmm. your demons are a priority like finding Clint Mm -hmm. and then getting everyone back yeah and so it's very interesting. Like, I, I just, I, I appreciated that. I didn't appreciate the fat shaming with Thor. That, like, the fact that they made, like, his whole, like, depression and, like, his weight and his, like, alcohol thing, uh, like, the butt of a joke. Yeah. Rub me the wrong way. For sure. That's the one thing that I wish they didn't do. I, I could still, I want to rewatch it again to really see if I... And I feel like they were on... trying to go off of the like the comedic mm-hmm. yeah. value of Ragnarok. Yeah, yeah. But they just did it in the wrong way. Yeah, I was just like, oh, you you really missed. Like, guys, having Korg there was enough. Yeah, <laughs> and having him just not care was enough. We didn't yeah. have to fat shame his. That that's that's just how it is. We didn't have to make the jokes about his body. Like, and people could have said like, you need to tone down drinking. Yeah. But to kind of the jokes about, like, eat a salad. Like, oh, I, I hate that. It's just so, especially in the time we live in, it's it's not a thing you ever say. It's That's too like when people tell me to eat meat or eat a cheeseburger. I'm just like, dude, I have an autoimmune disorder. I could I die. I can eat whatever I want, and it wouldn't do anything. So it's just, you. there are things you don't say about a person's body and a person's eating habits. Plain and simple. But I think people think because, like, it was geared towards like a male character like mm-hmm. oh it's okay but yeah it's still, it's still, it's still it doesn't matter it's still yeah exactly an issue whether he's male or if it was towards a female um but other than that i really appreciated them showing the sides of depression in different ways and also with clint like just completely losing himself and taking things into his matters into his own hands and um even with steve want like doing what sam was doing just like trying to broke help my other heart. People. yeah but in reality he's just and that was very interesting too because when we saw that i was like oh like even without the shield even without battle he's still looking for ways to help other people because that's how he helps himself essentially and the only person that got his like happiness in those moments was tony and i i don't have words for Mr. Also, but when like we see Tony and Nebula, like everyone, 
because I've seen it a lot. Like after after we watched the movie, I was like online. I was like, okay, I don't need to worry about spoilers. Yeah. Anymore. Everyone's like saying like Nebula is his third child. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. But I feel okay. like almost like she was like in what we saw, like she was almost more taking care of him. Yeah. Like when he was trying to like share food, and she was like, no, no you no, take it because yeah. you're the human that's about to die. die. And then like when he's seemingly like almost dead like after he records that message with Pepper like she puts him in yeah the chair so he can at least like die with the view oh my god <laughs> everything hurts about this and then when everything. they're playing like the football the paper football game <laughs> everything hurts but so I can't I don't even, I really don't even know where to begin but what shocked you the most in all of this I think maybe the fact that Steve didn't die. Yeah. Like, I was, like, wholeheartedly expecting that. Mm-hmm. Like, preparing for it. Just because I was, like, I knew he was going to pass on the shield. Like, I knew it was going to be Sam. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I knew that. Yeah, was, like, we've been saying fast. that since the beginning. But I didn't think, like, it would happen unless he was, like, permanently gone. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, in a way, we did get that because he came back I older. Yeah. Like, at the end of his life like after he got to live like that full life and well i'm under the impression that steve is dead not that we didn't see it on screen but how much longer is he living but like, after of old, that? Like, like he died like of, of old, old age, age yeah of, like in battle because like i know you were saying like you don't think that he would just give up the shield yeah when there's still a fight left fight, yeah but then like he did say like th- this fight was the fight of their life yeah like, there was no other that, fight so like and so that's the thing. I thought he would die in battle, which is where that belief came from, that he wouldn't willingly give up on the fight. Yeah. And again, like you said, there there was a fight, and it was the biggest fight. Him moving forward is him essentially paying respect to Tony, too. Tony's belief that... Like, and Tony always told him to get, get a life. <laughs> Everyone did. Natasha, all those people that died were the people that would constantly tell him, like, you need a life. You need to get out like more. When you need Nat to. Was trying to set him up with exactly people in his building how many with... times has she done that to just want him to move on and do something else? And that's the thing. It's like what I not that I didn't know that he would do this, but I I guess I didn't let myself believe in the fact that we would come to a point where he would feel where everything would be okay enough for Steve to move on. I expected more tragedy in this. Like, I expected so much more darkness and so much more death that... But I'm glad that wasn't... Yeah, exactly. That's the thing. I'm glad that I am so surprised. And I'm glad that I I got what I wanted without letting myself hope for that. And um, so much of... Not necessarily Steve's arc, but everybody's arc, like the Avengers, it, it was this fight. And I think for Steve he's always been known as the man out of time. And I think that people I've been reading some stuff and people are upset about that because they think it like it, it's character assassination in a sense that he would go back to that time. But it's like, if you have the opportunity to fix the one thing that is like that, not breaks you, but that doesn't allow you to live your life to the fullest, wouldn't you take it? Knowing that one thing is the one thing like he was always missing that, so that's why he couldn't like fully move on. Exactly, and we'll get into that a little bit towards the end. But yeah, I'm very happy with the way they did it because it worked. It brought 
the entire it brought everyone's movie full circle and it just that stuff was what i appreciated because i will be able to go rewatch iron man one day but today is not that day i don't know when i'll be able to but i am i'm hurting a little too much for tony to be able to do that right now but his final words being i am iron man we're just like it was completely it was full circle genius it was brilliant he and i said this to a friend but he went out not just as earth's best defender but the world's best defender like we've always called him earth's best defender but this fight was not a fight in earth against earthly beings this was a fight against the infinity stones against everything that brings the universe together and he beat that and he may have died in the process, but that's so human. And a part of me now wonders, like, if he did survive, he wouldn't be human anymore. That humanity that's in Tony that makes him special, his brain that is just the most powerful part of him, it, would, it wouldn't it would work. It wouldn't be as poetic as it is losing, like, as everyone else wins because he is human at the end of the day. And his brain is what, like defeat Thanos essentially so I just full circle in the most beautiful way he went out as the world's best defender and I I, I ache a lot but let's let's get into the Avengers but we'll get into Tony and Steve later because I feel like there's a lot of conversation that needs to be had about both of them yes sir. but Clint and Natasha thoughts feelings I feel like just starting like on the two of them like together. Mm. First of all, what happened in Budapest? The world may never know. I don't know if I want to know now. I do, but, but at I, the I, same I, I time, like a full movie that's like their both of their accounts because like they both remember it yeah. very differently, but it keeps coming up. <laughs> yeah, see, it's like I want to know what happened like, in Budapest. I like that it's a running joke. Yeah, and I like that we don't know, but at the same time, I need to know. I need to know exactly. Tell me the joke, but also, I'm okay if you don't. But still, tell me. Uh, yeah, that was great. Bringing back Budapest. But was... and I, I feel like her like because their their whole t- like the whole time from like the beginning, mm. well, at least from like the first event, it's been the two of them were like this. Mm-hmm. If you can't see me, I'm doing the little... The finger the thing. The finger thing. <laughs> Which could be anything. It really... <laughs> the tight finger yeah. cross thing. And like she said, like she owes him a debt. And mm-hmm. then also, it was the first event. She was like, yeah. she has red in her legs and she wants to wipe it out. I feel like this was her way of doing all that. Like yeah. her, like sacrificing herself, not only so like they can get the stone and get everyone back that they lost, but also like sacrificing herself so Clint doesn't have to like he can have his family back yeah. and he can have his life back and like we know like as Ronan like he went crazy and was killing everyone but yeah and he, that's why he felt like he should be the one to sacrifice yeah. himself but she had been doing she did that her entire life yeah and for the and to have that belief their relationship has always been so very interesting and I, and I shipped them in the first Avengers a lot like I was a huge Clintasha shipper and then they introduced his family and I was like oh okay well this works this works I get it so to have the MCU give us a friendship that's that powerful 
that is a friendship worth dying for, that is a friendship worth sacrificing your life for, I think that's so beautiful because you rarely see that with men and women. A man and a woman generally are, they end up dating. That's what happens in the world of film. So to have seen that and to know that their friendship was that powerful, and that's exactly what I thought of. The second they were on uh, Vormir, I was like, oh my god. But just like also the moment when they were like flying towards it, like they were in the spaceship together, like looking at each other, like smiling, like holy crap, we're in space. Like this is so beautiful though. For such a shitty place, Vormir is so beautiful. But yeah, to the second they got on there, that's the first thought that came to me. I was like, oh my god, love is for children. I owe him a debt. And I was like, no, 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 don't, don't, don't go there. And I mean, we've talked about this before on this podcast. I've always, I've had issues with the way Natasha is written and that so much of that is due to the fact that there's different writers. So, but I, okay. I feel very strongly now and I realize, I do too. I realize why, like in like the past movies, like I didn't really care for her. Like as opposed to this one, like I was very emotional during her death. Oh like, my! And I felt like well, you saw me. Yes, but I feel like this movie was like the first time. Well, at least in my opinion, it was the first time where we truly saw like death to her. Like that scene, like after the like five year time jump when mm-hmm. she's like making her peanut butter sandwich and like talking to everyone, and then like she they all hang up and like she's just kind of like oh yeah, I'm messing. Like she's telling Steve like she had nothing and like that was her family. Yeah. Like that's the first time we ever actually see anything close to her. Like showing like emotion or like showing like anything emotion like, that's really raw yeah, and like from not the, forced from the beginning like iron man from iron man like she was like we saw her as like the sexy secretary mm-hmm. and then it seemed like she was always kind of positioned to be almost like be someone's love interest like in mm-hmm. the first avengers movie like you're saying like her and clint and then i think it was winter soldier like they kind of yeah, like they're Winter Soldier, Steve. the dialogue always bothered me with her because there's things that we've talked about that she says where I'm like, Natasha would yeah. know the answer to these. Why are we resorting her to just mess with Steve? And just, like, she is a character with so much potential and so much depth because she's been through a lot. And that's why I really can't wait for the Black Widow movie now. At one point, I was like, 10 years too late. I don't know if I want this yeah. anymore. But now, after all this, I want that movie because I want to see... Scarlett Johansson bring that to life knowing what we know in Endgame mm-hmm. and having her and at least that's what we're all assuming that at this point it's going to be a prequel and it'll hopefully deal with the Red Room and everything like that but that's what I want to see because there were great moments in Age of Ultron but then there's that one conversation that I have blocked out of my memory because it was so crappy and just it was written by a man and that's like where she's like I'm a monster because I can't bear children oh and you're like that, like that that was thrown in there like i like i get like it was a thing that had to do with her history but it, i felt like it was just thrown in it there. was unnecessary like, that does not make you a monster but that's like that's one of the things like throughout like all these films like why i couldn't why i didn't really like her as a character just like the way they portrayed her like either like as it's like they always wanted her to be someone's love interest like, yeah first clint steve and then the whole thing with bruce Hulk. yeah and it just she never really was like like, because we know she's a badass woman. Like, yeah. She is a strong character, but they never really fully... They never let us explore her heart while doing it properly and while writing her in a way that is going to be reflective of real woman, women. And that 
that line just always pissed me off. So I blocked it out of my memory until I, I was reminded of it. But, um, yeah, so her death was just so completely unexpected because that's another thing I didn't see coming. There was no way I was like, Natasha's dying. I didn't see that coming at all. I saw maybe the Hulk, Bruce, but I did not see Natasha at oh, all. Bruce. Yeah, because I was like, well, if the Hulk doesn't come back, Bruce just really ultimately has his brain. He's not a fighter. He's Honestly, he has seven PhDs. I'm sure he could figure something out. Exactly. But realistically speaking, and not to undermine his physical strength, but it's like without the Hulk, Bruce is just like a man. In the same way that it's like someone who could be completely smart will just not have physical capabilities to fight like that. But someone who could be so strong and have physical like abilities to fight will not but then have that makes me think of tony because like he's a genius and like physically like i but mean so he still is like he has like the the suit combat, of armor like yeah skills now but like without the iron man suit like he's just he's just a man a genius save your life drunk <laughs> genius yeah exactly so that's that's why i was so shocked at natasha's death and it i understood it but it broke my heart. Like, and I was so shocked that... Yeah, that I feel this deeply. Because, again, I never hated her. I never... Like, she was our first female Avenger. And yeah. I love her in the original Avengers. It's in later movies where I'm like, why are you saying that? That doesn't make sense. I, like, they never fully developed her. Yeah. She, she deserved way more than what she got on screen. And so, it's unfortunate that she goes out like this. And that's when you mourn for her and you're like, no, no, come back. Like, but I guess that's part of what works is that it brings her story full circle and it just, oh my God, it makes me so sad to think about, but there, she literally, he, 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 he wouldn't let go of her. She thrust herself off. Like they, that whole, like that, that whole fight, fight was a little, was, it was funny to me just cause of who they are. Like yeah. them fighting each other to die. Like, cause it was just like the fight in Avengers where she was just trying to bring him back yeah. and not hurt him. And it's like, they're fighting not to hurt each other, but to win against each other. It was, it's I a think, very interesting dynamic. First, was, he was the first one to jump yeah. off and then she jumped after him and like shot the air, uh, whatever, whatever the thing was. And then like, and he wasn't letting go of her. That's and why she, she thrust off. herself off, which is just so gut-wrenching to me. And and his face, Clint's face, like that's when the, the waterworks were already like, I had like little tears streaming down my face at one, like certain parts of the movie. But at that point, it went from sobs. Because he also like, like outside of like when he's with his family, like he has a very like, Stone. Yeah, like, he's a very interesting man. Like, ooh, but that's like just a who he male. is. Like, Your brothers, you know, like it's just he's he, exactly. And so, like to see him also show like that emotion and like vulnerability, like yeah. Because even when he's like injured in Age of Ultron, it's like he's laughing, drinking juice. Like it's there's never really moments of vulnerability. We don't even see him cry for his family, like. And not that he didn't, of course he did, but it's we like... You see him go straight into Exactly. Like so to, to show us how much Natasha means to him. And that I don't know. I'm... It just... Yeah. It really broke my heart. And it was so beautiful. And so... It was aesthetically really beautiful, too. But still, it just... 
I'm going to need more time to process that one because it, like I said, it brought their story back in a way that I was like, I never, I thought she already paid his debt, her debt to him. I, yeah, I was very taken aback by that. And I cannot wait to see her movie now because I'm trusting that, I hope the Russo brothers write it then because I feel like they can understand her in a way better than, yeah, Joss Whedon and, and it's not, it's just different writers <coughs> understand me. people better. Yeah. Like, no one gets Thor the way Taika Waititi does. He, he just, he did the best oh, job. that man. Hope, I have high hopes for the Black Widow movie now. Lots and lots of high hopes. And then to go back and to see all the women pay homage to what she said in Infinity War, where she's not alone. Like, that was just such a breathtaking moment. You know, when Wanda is fighting Thanos and he's like, oh, like, you're going to lose, blah, blah, blah. And then all of the women come down and they're like, she's not alone. Like, she's not going to lose. And to how Natasha said it in, in Infinity, Infinity War. War, I was just like, she's, she sees this. Like, she knows. And I didn't just choke up, but it's fine. So I... I just thought the way that that was done was so beautiful and so poetic. And then there's the Hulk. Oh. <laughs> I, I love him so I much. Could I could not love... handle that. It was <laughs> hilarious. I feel like I'm the only one eating here. And then when he shares his taco, was there a more... <laughs> just like... Like pure. Hulk so is like pure. delicately holding two tacos. tacos. In his... <laughs> and he just sets one down. Now I want a taco. But yeah. So to have the Hulk. And, and that's what I wanted. At one point I was like, I feel like for the Hulk, he needs to just accept that him, Bruce, and the Hulk are one. Because just, it's like the Professor Hulk storyline yeah. from the comics where like he like he finally like accepted it. Yeah. And so now like he's both of them. And it's beautiful. I loved it. The, the comedy was on point. And but the fact that like when they went back in time to what year what year was 2011 2012 2012 and like he was like walking through the street after like they saw his like past self like <laughs> go crazy like and I love that we saw like the little point of view things that we didn't see yeah. in the actual movie like how during Spider Man Homecoming like, we had Peter's like vlog yeah it was like that to me like they're all standing there watching Hulk go insane like. And then they all just look at Bruce. Maybe smash a few things. And he's like, Ugh. And he just, like, he could he didn't have that rage anymore. Exactly, which is, but that rage comes to pass really well after Natasha passes. And he is able to channel that with Thanos. Yeah. Which is, and that broke my heart too when he's like, I tried. Like, he tried to do the snap. And he tried, but the Hulk really is invincible in that way. And... Mm. There is nothing that could kill the Hulk. But I feel like now that, like, because he's more at peace with it, like, and he's more, like, kind of, like, half and half mm -hmm. of them, like, he is more vulnerable in that sense. Like, when it was just, like, straight up Hulk or Banner, like, yeah. no in-between, like, the Hulk was a lot more indestructible. I couldn't think of the word. Indestructible, indestructible. yeah. But even here, it's yeah. like... Like, he knew he wouldn't die. Like, yeah. That's still not a thing, but, like, he did get, like... Yeah, to have the vulnerability and to know that he could be injured. Well, we also saw that in Infinity War. He was scared. For the yeah. first time in his life, the Hulk was scared. So, 
And that was also a great way to bring that story around. I do think at the beginning, like, they still saw Banner fighting, like, in the whole cluster yeah. suit. Did we? Yeah, when they first went, when they went to see Thanos. Oh, yeah, yeah. In wherever the garden. And Thor went for the head. Oh, sweet baby, the angel Thor. <laughs> it breaks my heart. Like, it really breaks my heart because at this point he has lost everything. Yeah. So Loki is not coming back. And... There's a dog outside that's very upset about this, too. I know, buddy. I know. Same. But Loki not coming back, his mother being gone, Heimdall being gone. But the fact that he got to see Yeah, he got to and, see like, his have mother. That, like, and she, she knew right away that it wasn't. Yeah. I was raised by witches. Yeah, it's like But the fact knew. that he still got to see her and like kind of have that closure. Yeah. Like, well, even though going back to the day that she dies. Yeah, well, she is the reason he makes a decision because having that little moment with his mom is clearly what shapes him to realize that not shapes him. It's what inspires him to want to fight again. So not that he wasn't wanting to, but yeah, he wasn't like Asgard knew Asgard was under Valkyrie's command the entire time. He just was like playing video games and yelling at people, which he was just like the face. Yeah. But also, like, I didn't, I didn't think about it while we were watching it, but, like, go, yeah, going back and seeing, like, his mom, and, like, seeing Jane and, like, mm-hmm. all the people that he's lost, but also seeing Asgard again, like, as it was yeah. like, before, like, Hela and yeah. all that Well, happened. it's having his mother's blessing, too, in yeah. every way, shape, or form, no matter who he is. To know that his mother still believes in him was crucial for him because he never got to say goodbye in the beginning, so... Because I think I mostly thought, like, her death affected Loki more. Yeah. Because, obviously, like, Thor was always kind of Odin's, like, favorite. But maybe that's another reason. It's like, you still have to have those conversations with those people. And it just, I don't know. It worked. I think that that worked beautifully. And I'm glad that it was his mom. And, because that, I mean... Again, that's the time we had to go back to. We had to go back to the time where the reality stone was in Asgard. But mm-hmm. still, we. I wish he got a moment with Loki too, but I guess they got their moment. I mean, and we saw them running across his. Cell. Yeah, but oh god, Loki! But which is what breaks my heart. And I, I had a conversation with some friends earlier that was about how that was Loki's ultimate sacrifice, and the sun will shine on us again is still like my favorite line in the but, MCU. But, but also that Loki in that time isn't the same. That like, It's not. And he this, hasn't had all that development. This so Loki, they're not in this, they wouldn't be in the same Exactly. Place. This Loki realizes that his brother is crucial to him and that this fight is bigger than anything they face and he has to take the shot and be the bravest he's ever been. So, sweet angel. We love but yeah, so Thor's storyline worked for me and I I understood everything they did with his depression because again, he lost everything. And he, even though New Asgard does not look anything like Asgard and he's still king, but he how could you want any of that, especially when he blames himself for Thanos and not going for the head? It I don't know. But it's, he also got his hammer back. He got his hammer back. It took and a I'm minute. I'm <laughs> so glad that the hammer is back <laughs> and that he is worthy of the hammer. Like he's like, I'm still worthy. Yeah. So, and uh, why wouldn't he be? Because worthiness does not come from 
what you do or but I think what you become, it comes from your heart. He thinks that he failed. Yeah. And so like, why would he still exactly be worthy of all that power? There's a moment during battle where Steve was holding Stormbreaker and Thor goes, no, you get the tiny one. Yeah. And she throws it at him. And I thought that was amazing because that's Thor. Thor, I'm still the strongest Avenger. Mm-hmm. Thor, I am everything. Like it's, so having and and that's another thing I appreciated that they didn't, despite showing that he is depressed and he is broken, he was still able to put on an amazing fight. Yeah, when he like channeled all that and then like his oh, beard was all like braided, like, like a Viking. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> okay, that's where we're going. And Cap has nothing to compare anymore with his beard. I know. We miss the nomad beard. Why is the first scene we see Steven, him like shaving. putting down the razor after shaving his I face? Know. I was like, no. How dare you, Russos? But, and then there's just, there's so many little moments. Like when Rhodey looks at Nat and he says like, you, you do that and you come back. And he specifically says it to Nat. And I was like, okay, sure, sure. There was so many things that hinted at the people going that they were going to go. And I think that was like when Pepper says you can rest now, which killed me. That was, and I've always liked pepperoni, Tony, uh, pepperoni, pepperoni. Exactly. <laughs> but I never loved them. And that moment I was just, my heart was in shambles and it still is like, I, because, I, again, I was not prepared for Tony to die. I wish I prepared myself way more, but I wasn't. And so, and it's also so heartbreaking because he has a little daughter. I know. Morgan. Her middle name is Howard. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and she loves him 3,000. Oh, that like, was that, the best. That was the purest thing we could have ever seen. Mommy says she wants me to save you. Like, little things like that were just, and I'm so grateful that we got moments of Yeah. Like and then, like when he's peace. in there, like, like since we're on Tony now, like I, when they first all come to him, like after that, yeah. movie, and they see him, like with his daughter, and then they're telling him like they want to try time travel, like, and he tells them like no, it's not gonna. Work. He's not telling them no that he doesn't think it will work. He's telling them no because he's been trying it for those five years. He's been like working on that as a possibility, and then after they leave, when he that like when he's in there at night working on it, and like he finally gets it. Like, that's not his first time yeah. trying that. But still, at the end of the day, I also don't then... blame him. I don't blame him for saying no one bit. I would have said no. If like I had he... a child. He has something that, like, Iron Man, like, one Tony would never yeah. have thought and of so possibility. He, yes, he, he lost a child with Peter. But at the end of the day, it's like, he got his second chance and I don't blame him one bit for saying no. I would have said no too. I would have said no in the beginning too, hands down without a question. That was the most human reaction. And especially for Tony, for someone who would never in the past. Yeah. But also was so afraid to be a father because he didn't think that he would be worthy, that he wouldn't be good enough, that he wouldn't be as good of an example. He didn't want to be Howard, which is like when they go, when him and Steve go back to the seventies and he's talking to his dad, and his dad is saying how, like, he hopes he's having a girl because he doesn't want... Yeah, his boy to turn to like, out just like, like, like him. him. And he's like, well, what, what would be so bad about the, that? And that, then you see Tony with a girl. a girl. Yeah. That was really great when... The way that he hugs Howard was so... And I, 
why couldn't it be Dominic Cooper? I'm just gonna go ahead I'm, and say it. I'm still not over that. I'm always gonna be bitter about it. Like, and I know someone said it's like showing like the difference in who Howard was over time. Like back in uh, Captain America and like Agent Carter, like he was more like that like playboy like Howard like out like so. But Dominic Cooper is an actor. He can portray different personalities. I understand that Iron Man one came out first. But, but still. was um what's his face in? I think so. Yeah, wasn't he? Or two. I'm for I'm blanking. But anyway, Dominic Cooper. Especially because we got our Agent Carter Jarvis. We got James I, Darcy I, back. Okay, like see, seeing Peggy, like when Steve was watching her through the window, like I was crying. Like that like him being able to go back and see her, like that version of her. Like not like the one that was like old, like yeah. the dementia. Like that, my heart was full. And then. Well, the second we went there, I was like. The second he went into a door to hide, I was like. And then, oh like, my it's, God. It slowly that's pans her over the office? door and it just says, You see Carter on the door. Like, and I was like, Oh my God. And I know I looked over to you because I knew, like, I was emotional, but I knew you were going to just be a wreck. <laughs> I know. I think you all collectively turned and looked at me because I could feel the body shift. <laughs> And everyone just looking at me, and I had my face covered because I was, was just like seeing her like be like that and, leader yeah. of Shield, and then director, and then like the coming out, and then you see like seeing Jarvis like made me so happy yeah. just because I still believe that we should be in like season five of Agent Carter by now, mm-hmm. but like I don't know seeing all those like old yeah our people and, like the fact that we got like james darcy yes exactly because i love like, paul bettany i really do but that would have thrown off paul bettany wouldn't have been jarvis yeah no he of... was the voice so that would have thrown <laughs> off the thing completely and i'm really glad we got him i'm know, glad they like, paid tribute to that still, well because i mean i don't know if like in this time how close howard and peggy like still are well i'm sure they're still closer I mean, because they counted shield we together see, we don't see them like interacting obviously in this yeah. movie but but they found a shield together i'd like to so. think with because of agent carter like how yeah. we see all three of them interacting like that's still yeah. how they were in this exactly time. which is just like well, all jarvis, three musketeers exactly <laughs> that that i could not have ever jarvis dreamt with the little gray stripes like, ever if you had told me that was gonna happen i'd be like yeah okay like okay. i hoped like deeply to see Peggy, but I was like, I for some reason like seeing Jarvis didn't even like cross my mind. So then when he came up on screen, I was like, oh my god, like it's Jarvis, which is so funny because that morning when I was having my coffee, I was drinking out of my Jarvis mug, and so I was like, oh, I miss you, and it was just never would have expected that. So thank you, Russo brothers, for giving us that. That one I'm so grateful for. Um, so. But then back to the Battle of New York with um, Tony and Loki and all of them and all like you take the stairs. Oh, stairs are bad. (laughs) Agreed. Hard agree. Hulk, the stairs are bad. Um, But even all that. So the bottom one just pushes like through through. It's like, I feel the same way about stairs, dude. It's just, it was, that stuff was really great. And then Cap fighting with Cap. I could do this all day. Oh, God. Okay, as soon as that happened, they were standing, like, across the bridge staring at each other. I just thought of the (laughs) Spider-Man meme from the cartoon when they're just pointing at each other. Oh, my God. And how he thought it was was Loki. But then also, like, it was, like, little things that, like, made me laugh. Like, when they have Loki, like, on 
they're about to like go out and like Scott yeah. is like ant size and he's like pushing the case and Loki just like looks as it's moving like <laughs> that was such a that's it's those those moments that I appreciated most because they felt like such a gorgeous love letter to the fans like the fans love everyone loves something different everyone loves someone different like you're because like we're going back to like those first yeah. movies but we're seeing it from a different perspective, perspective which, which I like I love that yeah and I never thought that I would appreciate that so much because I never thought it was something I needed yeah. but the second we got it I was like yes I need our cap to look at that cap and go yeah yeah I know like you could do this all day shut up like that was also ass. America's ass I was about to say that, but then something else popped in my head, like when they were fighting and the way he got him to, like, not yeah. like, not like let down Bucky. his guard, but to like kind of no like that falter is by saying like Bucky, Bucky is alive. alive, yeah, because at that point, like that's like the first Avengers movie, like Steve has no clue yeah, that that's like, even a possibility. We don't know about Hydra within Shield yet, yeah, and but the fact that he's going back in time to that, knowing all of this, yeah. So like when we had the out when they was like going into the elevator, with like yeah. Rumlow and all those people, I was, and the same like the them sweating and standing just, in the same spot like the guy like reaching like yeah for his gun and I was like, ooh we're getting another elevator scene like I was really hoping like I was prepared for him to say like before we get started does anyone want to get, get out? out? <laughs> it didn't happen. But, but it then. was very interesting the way he pulled it up because he needed to be smart and yeah being and like smart was Steve like. Like, he's not that, that like, same Steve yeah. that they think he is. Like, he's learned. Like, he's... He's learned he's along the way. He's been Like, he gets it yeah. now. Along the way, that's the thing. It's like, yes, he could do this all day, but there's Does a point where to? he knows the end is near, yeah. and there's a different way to approach the end other than fight me. Like, that stuff worked for Bucky. It worked mm -hmm. for Bucky being able to break through Hydra's spell, if you yeah. will, and kind of realized that hey this guy's willing to die for me he i must be really important to him and because he knew that guy yeah so even to see like when the locket falls and how he's just that it's that compass? oh i'm sorry yes the compass <laughs> that part really scared me when he was like how did you get i that? don't think i i think that's the scene that gave me the most anxiety because i was like please don't lose because that's all i thought we would get i, thought, I just like, thought we would get him looking at the locket so like i the compass like, don't lose it that cat like old cap was gonna like keep Take it because he thought it like it was his yeah no but he knew from there and then that's when once cap realized our yeah. cap realized that it's like okay then we pull the bucky card yeah and then he lets I mean, him go and he because those are the two most important gonna, people like, him, exactly like, in his life he knows peggy's alive already Avenger Steve knows that she's alive. He yeah. might have not seen her yet, but he knows she's alive. So that's not something that's going to change but his perspective. Like Bucky but Bucky is so important to their story. So mentioning that was beautiful. And like back when they're in the like when they're in the elevator, and like they're, when he's like trying to get them to give him the scepter, mm -hmm. and like they're all like getting like really on edge, like there because like as an audience we know yeah. that they're, they're Hydra. Hydra. But in that time, like, he's not supposed to know that. Yeah. And so they're, like, starting to, like, freak out. And, like, they're about to start another fight. And then he's, like, it's okay. You can, like, trust me. And then he, like, leans in. And he's just, like, hail yeah, Hydra. I was, like, like, oh, but Our God. entire theater, though, like, we lost it. Yeah, was, like, everyone was yelling. Like, ugh. That's also just a great thing, theater experience. Like, people got, like, people who are a fan of that got their, like, 
little glimpse at like Captain Hydra. Oh no. We don't accept that. No, canon. that's not canon. Chris <laughs> Evans doesn't accept it. We don't accept it. It is not a thing. Okay? Take cool. it back, Marvel. I think they did. <laughs> After the collective hatred they got, they were like, okay, God, sorry. No, okay. Um, but yeah, and then, oh, God, I cannot believe I forgot to mention, but Tony bringing back the shield. I, that's a moment where I teared up. That, that was like, happy tearing up it wasn't because he knows sobbing. like his dad like made that for him. yeah like and keep quiet i didn't bring in everything so i didn't bring it <laughs> I know. one for everyone no, else not everyone got gifts <laughs> and it was just an, when and then when he brings it back later and he's like if you lose this one more time you're not getting another one i was like oh and then God. it gets just like torn down to yeah. nothing but their dynamic is really all i needed because especially like when he goes do you being, trust me and like, he's like yeah them being good again like yeah that brought peace back to my heart because it it's part of the reason I can rewatch any movie, but I can't rewatch Civil War. When I rewatch Civil War, I watch bits and pieces that I know I like. Other than that, I can't do it. I have a really hard time dealing with Tony and Steve fighting with each other because, again, I will say this one more time, just because I am a Steve Rogers fan through and through, that he was always my favorite, does not mean that I don't like Steve. I mean, sorry, Tony. And here's the thing. If I, if Tony, and I've always said this, if we had a podcast on, I would have talked about it. But if Tony was rooting for what Steve was, I would have been Team Iron Man. Because I genuinely agreed with Steve's perspective yeah, like, on same. that. Like, it's not just because, like, he is, like, up there on my list, like, favorite yeah. Marvel characters. Because, like, I also if I was in that world, like I genuinely would have agreed and sided with Steve. Exactly. So that's what comes down to, and I hated the fight with them so much. I hated it, and I'm just so glad that we got them reiterating that yes, I trust you. Like I'm in this with you, and it really broke me. And I, I just, I wish we got more, but it's fine. I'm glad that the 1970s um, adventure was with them too. It was just the two of them because they both needed that. Exactly. And both of those characters were so important to Howard. They were important to Peggy. I'm so sad we never got Peggy and like um, godmother to Tony. Also, I think it's really like, I guess, poignant. It is. Yeah. Like, like going back to like that time, like Tony seeing his dad right before he's he's about to. Well, yeah. Like in like giving his dad advice like parenting advice exactly and i thought that stuff was so beautiful and he needed that closure because again tony also never got closure with his family so it's like kind of like and like when he thanks his dad like he's not like just thanking like him yeah for that conversation was like but he's thanking because that he never got to like thank his dad because he died like obviously like they didn't have the best relationship but like but obviously he still meant a lot to him even though he was never able to really like articulate that yeah and Here's the thing with death that I can vouch for is nobody's perfect. No human on this planet is perfect. That's part of what makes us so beautiful, I suppose. But when somebody dies and they mean something to you, you don't think of the bad. You only think of the good. Like when I lost my dad, it's like all I can remember about my dad is the good parts of him. And of course, my dad is human, so he's had his flaws. But it doesn't matter. Losing him allowed me to focus on the best of him and what he meant to me. So I completely understand Tony when he says like, oh, it doesn't matter. You don't remember it anyway. Like 
all he's going to think about is the good because he did. Like when Howard died, all Tony could think about is his dad and who his dad was and who his mom was. I think because like as children, like when you see your parents, like you think they're perfect. everything to you. Older, of course. Like when you're like into like adolescence and as a teenager, like you realize like they're not perfect. No. And then as an adult and like if you like when you lose someone, like and you realize like it's OK that they weren't perfect. Yeah, because you yourself find imperfections yeah. in you and you start to understand that this is just humanity. Nobody is perfect, which is something that we we will touch on when we get to Steve. But nobody's perfect, literally nobody. So I just I thought that was so beautiful, and I'm glad that they are the two that shared that adventure yeah. together. So it it warmed my heart a lot. I just I love I love Tony Stark. I like I have no words for Tony Stark. I don't know how other people mourn, but I went and bought a Tony shirt because I was like I need I need. <laughs> And that's part of the reason why I'm not sitting here so giddy about what happens at the end because yeah. I'm still mourning Tony. Like I said, I did not prepare myself for him to die. I was fully convinced he's going to live a happy life and he deserved to. His daughter deserved yeah. to have her dad, which is a part that also made me cry. Because fun fact, like I, one of the things that I would always get with my dad is cheeseburgers. So that scene. Oh, when Happy is like, like when, when Happy's like, like, like my dad loved cheeseburgers too. So that I was sobbing. I was gone. But also like a callback to the first Iron Man yeah. after like when they first like rescued him, like he just wanted a cheeseburger. Yep. I had a cheeseburger that morning. Well, by morning I mean like twelve. Oh, it's like it was a cheeseburger for breakfast. No, no, no. It was like around noon. I had in and out. So like those moments are like hitting you like deeper for like a Deep, different reason yeah and so i i don't want to i didn't want to lose tony but he went out in like i said the best way that he could have as the world's best defender so for that reason and when pepper was just like you can rest now it's like it's they like wanted see, rest like, to be movies like she was like at first like in infinity war like when she was like if you like wanted like that future like you wanted you wouldn't you wouldn't have yeah done that you wouldn't have left that in your chest but and, at the end of the day but she's always been like kind of like yeah. If you want a future with me, like you have to let it go. But at the end of the day, it. when you love someone, you love all of them. Yeah, and like she loved he, that part of Tony. When Tony like was telling her like he figured out how to the time travel thing, like she I've like fully expected her to like try to convince him yeah. out of it, but she No, she was him like, But it. will you rest? And that's yeah. when I was like, Pepper, what are you doing? You weren't supposed to do that. Um which, again, is what's so beautiful. Everyone is so different from the first movie we saw them in. And that's one of the best you know things that is? Growth. Character development. <laughs> what a concept. None of that character assassination nonsense. No. And so, on to... And again, it's also the greater good of the world outweighed Tony's self-interest which it's what everyone always said tony stark is selfish tony stark is this tony's this tony's that but it's like Clearly, is he but it's like also i feel like winning after like that shared look with strains like when he was just like he held up like one finger like yeah. telling him like this is, this the, is one. the one yeah like and he said it like thanos has been like haunting him since the battle the of new york yeah. and like to be the one to like put an end to all that like that had to mean something to to Tony too. Yep. So yeah, that's Tony Stark. Just a moment of silence for Tony Stark and Natasha Romanoff. It was crazy. It really is. <sighs> I 
I don't know what to say, man. And then there's 